welcome to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. This podcast by Kevin Paneskis, also known as the Property Soldier, covers all aspects of serviced accommodation and how to make it a profitable and sustainable business. Kevin started investing in property in 1991 whilst serving in the British Army and now owns a multi-million pound property portfolio and serviced accommodation business and is a best-selling author. And now your host. Kevin Paneskis. Welcome to this episode of the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast, where I'm giving you a sneak preview of my soon-to-be-released audio book, Serviced Accommodation Success. Make sure you follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier and visit my website www.propertysoldier.co.uk to find out first when the book will be released. You can have the best essay in the world, but if you don't market it properly, you will not make much money. In generic terms, when creating a marketing strategy, you should identify your short and long-term goals, be clear around your target market, understand your competitors and their strengths and weaknesses, and identify what makes you different. Your marketing plan can then be created to match the goals. As I mentioned earlier, don't rely solely on the OTAs to get customers. Online travel agents... OTAs. To begin with, most SA operators get the majority of their bookings from the OTAs, who spend hundreds of millions per year on their marketing. This drives traffic to their sites, which is great because we can advertise our properties on their platforms for free. There are dozens of OTAs, but the two main ones to use at first are Booking.com and Airbnb, and for most people it is vital that they are on both platforms in order to get enough bookings to be profitable. Booking.com is by far the largest OTA, and while most of the bookings made on the platform are for hotel rooms, it is also the case that SA operators get the majority of their bookings from Booking.com. In some areas, there are exceptions where Airbnb is more popular than Booking.com, but they are few and far between. Booking.com is the most complex and time-consuming OTA in terms of listing your properties. You will need to list each property individually on their platform, and there are many menus and selections that need to be made to get the most out of the site. With Booking.com, you are not able to use free text to describe your property. Instead, you use tick boxes and menu selections to build a picture. Booking.com interpret the selections you make and create what they believe to be the best description. You may need to request changes to the description if the system chooses a strange landmark as close to your accommodation. But Booking.com will decide whether or not to accept the change. When setting up a new listing, Booking.com will take you through a setup process and you will believe you've answered all the questions and then more will appear. Thankfully, you will be shown a percentage complete so you know when you are 100% finished. A significant difference between Booking.com and Airbnb is that your listing with Booking.com is automatically instant book, which means that when someone books, as long as they adhere to your terms and conditions and pay, you have to accept the booking. Airbnb differs in that you can choose inquiries only, which means that you can decide whether to accept the booking or not. The longest single booking you can get with Booking.com is 30 nights. Sometimes you will get a relatively short booking via Booking.com, but once your customers have checked in, they can book directly with you for the subsequent stays, which can be far longer than 30 days, and you will therefore pay no commission fee on the subsequent booking. 
At the time of writing, Booking.com will default to taking payments on your behalf, so depending on how you want your guests to pay, you will need to ask Booking.com to remove that option and instead pass the payment card details to you or your channel manager. You will also need to ask Booking.com to provide the guests CVC code as this won't happen automatically unless you request it. There are alternative payment options offered to guests, some of which you can opt in or out of. One such option is the use of virtual credit cards. This is where Booking.com will take a payment from the guest's actual payment card and store the funds on a virtual card. Booking.com then provide the virtual card details to you, the operator, and you can charge that card with the amount preloaded onto it. This is attractive to guests as it prevents you from having their card details and means you are only able to charge them the agreed amount. The downside for you as an operator is that you have no way to charge for damages or extras without getting the guest to provide alternative payment details. When you get a booking, as a default, you will be charged a 15% commission and if you are taking payments yourself, you will be invoiced retrospectively. You can opt to pay a higher rate of up to 18% to get a higher ranking on the website so that when people go onto the site looking for accommodation, they will see the 18% commission properties first. This is a good way to get going and to get your initial bookings and reviews. At the time of writing, an essay unit needs to have at least five reviews before the reviews left by previous guests and the average review score is displayed to people searching on Booking.com. As previously stated, many people will not book without being able to see the previous reviews and so it might be worth paying the 18% commission until you get your five reviews before dropping back down to the regular 15%. Booking.com offer schemes such as promotions, genius and preferred, which are ways to get your listing ranked higher. You will have to pay extra commissions or give guests discounts to be part of these schemes, but they should increase your bookings. If you manage to persuade Booking.com to allow you to take your own payments, persist long enough and they will allow it, once they are happy that you are a genuine listing, they will whitelist you. Whitelisting means that you will be able to take payment from your guests in advance of the check-in date and you will be able to list additional properties without going through the process of sending a code by post to the property to confirm your ownership or control of the property. They do this initially to prevent fraudsters from listing and taking bookings on a property that isn't actually theirs or doesn't even exist. Until you are whitelisted, you will only be allowed to take payment from the guest on the day of arrival at the property. There is nothing to stop you from asking a guest who has made a reservation to make payment prior to check-in, but be prepared for the guest who informs Booking.com that you have asked to pay before check-in. Booking.com will tell you that it is not allowed until you are whitelisted. Booking.com also offer reporting and analytics functionality, which allows you to see how you are performing against your competitors and your own history. This is getting better and better and can also be really useful to see the effect that promotions have on your bookings. Airbnb. At the time of writing, Airbnb has the second largest share of the SA market after Booking.com in the UK, but it is set up specifically for SA hosts and guests. It's quick and easy to set up and you can be live within a few hours. If you go onto the Airbnb site, you will primarily see whole houses and apartments available to rent, 
whereas if you go on to Booking.com, you will primarily see hotel rooms listed. Most guests who book via Booking.com are simply making a business transaction as they would when booking a hotel, but with Airbnb, there is more of a community feel and it's much more of a person-to-person relationship between hosts and guests. Whilst Booking.com is set up for instant bookings only, Airbnb has an inquiries-only feature, which means that a host can review a guest's profile first before accepting the booking. The guest's profile is visible and the reviews from previous hosts on that guest can be seen. If a host sees a profile with lots of previously happy hosts reporting good things about the guest, it is an easy decision for the host to accept the booking. If there are no previous reviews to see because it is a newly opened account or the guest has genuinely never stayed in an Airbnb before, then the host can make a decision whether to accept the booking or not. It's worth bearing in mind, however, that for people who want to make as much profit as they can from SA, Instant Book will need to be activated and not inquiries only. This is mainly due to the fact that if a person is searching for accommodation, they are likely to want to get it booked there and then rather than waiting for a host to respond to a request. At the time of writing, Airbnb always takes the payments from the guest and the money is paid to the host once the guest has checked in. Airbnb has a smart pricing option, which I would not recommend activating because in my experience, it offers the property far too cheaply and whilst you are likely to get bookings, you are unlikely to make much profit. Airbnb provides a decent level of insurance to cover any damage or theft at the property and it is straightforward enough to make a claim. You just need to provide evidence in the form of pictures and initially, Airbnb will attempt to get the guest to pay and if unsuccessful, they will make the payments to you themselves. Airbnb awards operators who are performing well with super host status and at the time of writing, this requires the following criteria to be met. The average review score has to be above 4.8 out of 5. The host must respond to guest inquiries within 24 hours at least 90% of the time. There must be a minimum of 10 stays per year on every reservation unless there are extenuating circumstances that Airbnb accept. A superhost's listing will enjoy increased visibility on the site and receive a higher level of support when calling Airbnb. Once the criteria above have been met, a superhost badge will appear automatically on a listing. There are also live events hosted by Airbnb that a superhost will be invited to, featuring industry updates and the future plans for the company. Google. Google My Business at the time of writing is free, and it enables you to list your SA properties so that they will appear on a Google search and on Google Maps when people search for accommodation in your area. You can show a link to your website, your business phone number, customer reviews and photos. The directions function enables people to see your location on a map and navigate to you using the Google Maps direction tool. Corporate SA agents. As well as the OTAs already mentioned, there are companies like Silverdor and Situ who mainly target the business end of the market, although they do also support leisure travellers. These agents will encourage businesses to source accommodation for their travelling employees and clients directly through them. SA operators will list their properties with companies like Silverdor and Situ who will usually call the SA operator to try to place a client. 
Listing with the corporate essay agents can be very lucrative because bookings can often be very long and remember that longer bookings are great because of no voids and less cleaning and laundry costs. The commission that is usually charged is 15% plus VAT and the payments are received in arrears. Longer than 28-day bookings are invoiced once a month. Direct marketing. Email. Once a guest has stayed in your property, it's a good idea to capture their email address for future marketing. With their permission, you can email your marketing list with offers and promotions, which helps to keep your essays in the forefront of their mind so that when they go to book accommodation again, they don't simply go onto the OTAs to book and end up staying somewhere else. Remember that there is nothing wrong with inviting a guest who booked with you via an OTA initially to book direct with you for subsequent bookings, which will eliminate the OTA commission. You can invite customers to call you directly or direct them to your own website. You should offer a discount from the list price on the OTAs, which will generate an incentive for them to book with you direct and provided the discount isn't 15%, i.e. the typical OTA commission, you will make more money from the booking. Word of mouth marketing will always be a great source of bookings and you can even incentivize people financially to do this by offering a referral scheme. The easiest way to track this is by issuing an individual with their own code that is tagged to them, which can be used when booking via your own website or when someone calls you directly. Leaflets with a discount code highlighted can be given to your guests to take away with them so that they have a physical reminder of how to book with you directly for future bookings. The same leaflets can be distributed around the local area in places where potential guests might be, like the site office or porter cabins of a building site or business and conference centres. Social media marketing. Social media is a great way to market your business. There will always be smart ways to get exposure for free on social media and you should take advice from an expert in this field who can advise you on the best way to do this at the present moment in time for that particular social media platform. Most social media platforms allow you to pay for exposure and reach for your posts which promote your business. Once more, you should take current advice on what will give you the best value for money on the current platforms because the algorithms are constantly being altered by the various platforms in a continuous cat and mouse game to allow a certain amount of free marketing but not too much for free. At the time of writing, here are a few ways to use social media to market your business. Facebook provides a great way to market to potential customers and you can even target specific people with ad campaigns that are much cheaper than Google ads, which is where Booking.com and Airbnb advertise with their huge marketing budgets. You can create your own Facebook page, which is the platform you use to build up followers and to promote your business from. Your own website link should be embedded within the page using the Book Now button so that users are redirected to book directly with you. As well as the Book Now button, when you post on your page, you should also have a link to your website visible in the copy. Twitter allows you to have your own account that you can use for your SA business. You can use Twitter to research and engage with companies who may be moving into your area or have won a contract which will need them to place staff and clients in your town or city and follow them. You should post tweets about your essays, especially when you are launching a new unit. 
When you post, you can use the hashtag function to link your post to things that people may be searching. For instance, Liverpool Football Club are due to play at your local stadium in Bristol and you post, check out this fully equipped apartment available for short-term lettings, hashtag Liverpool, hashtag football, hashtag accommodation, hashtag hotel, hashtag Bristol. People who are following or searching these things are likely to find you and if they haven't arranged their accommodation yet, you could get a booking. LinkedIn is a great business person to business person social media tool and so you should create a LinkedIn page for your SA business. You should research your area specifically to find out who the large companies and organisations are and which construction companies are coming or already working on building projects in your area. You should look to find out who in that business has a say in booking short-term accommodation for employees and visitors. Once you find out who would be a good person to contact at a company or organisation, you can connect with them on LinkedIn. A good way to find out who the individual is that you would like to contact is to visit the company's website or you can simply phone and ask who at the company would handle the booking of accommodation for staff and visitors. End of chapter. Thank you for listening to the Serviced Accommodation Property Podcast. You can also follow me on social media and YouTube by searching The Property Soldier. Also check out my website, www.propertysoldier.co.uk, where you can learn even more about property investing and serviced accommodation.